You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today I am sharing seven ways to promote your podcast organically. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. It's Michelle. What is going on? I was inspired to do this episode today all about promoting your podcast because I've been getting so many messages, especially lately, about, oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast. This was so good. Or, oh, I tried this strategy, right? And it's just coming to me in this abundant way. And I thought, why not share different ways to promote your podcast, even for my own things, doing a little research of all kinds of different strategies that you can do. Some of these I've tried, some of these I'm going to try, right? Some of these I know will have worked for other people. And here's the thing, a podcast is an amazing way to become known in a specific niche and promote yourself, your business, and your products or services organically. It really helps build trust with your audience since they feel like they know you because they're listening to your voice or watching you. I mean, think about it. Normally, we listen to podcasts while we're driving, doing laundry, doing dishes, right? Some of the things we're not like totally loving or unless you're like me that you do actually love doing laundry (laughs) and dishes. Because if you're doing it right, you're doing a lot of storytelling. You're sharing a little bit about you or what's going on in your business, right? So it's getting people to build that, not only to make the connection with you, but really build the relationship with you. You are in their pocket and literally in their ear for a significant amount of time, right? And what I really love about podcasts is by driving people to your podcast, what happens is they love it, so they start binging. So now they're spending more time with you than just that one single episode, right? So you have spent your time and energy doing all the things to make a really great podcast, right? You scheduled interviews, you came up with amazing content, you edited it, you published it, even if you have a team to do that, right? That's all you putting it all together. So how can you attract and retain listeners to your podcast? We're going to dive into seven promo strategies to do just that. All right, let's dive in. Okay, number one, promote on social in a dozen different ways. And when I say a dozen, yes, I mean 12, okay? So sharing on social when the episode first goes live is a given, right? So then what? You continue to share. You keep on sharing. So how do you do that? You can create some quote images, okay? So you can have somebody go through and say, oh my gosh, that was really good. Or as things come out of your mouth, you might say, oh, I said something about this. Let's capture that, right? And you can probably come up with at least three to five per episode, even if your episodes are short. You can also create some um, short snippets like 15 second audio clips and share on Twitter. You can also pin your episode. If you're promoting mostly on Instagram, don't forget about the people on Facebook. I know, I know. I've been hearing all the time. I never go on Facebook. Who goes on Facebook? Facebook is still out there and there are people there. Do not exclude any places where you are not necessarily hanging out because if the idea is to get them to listen to your episode, get them to listen to your podcast, right? Get them to subscribe. 
move them off of social even, right? So don't omit somebody because you think that you're not there so no one else is there, right? So you can pin your episode on Facebook, Twitter, and featuring the iTunes URL. That's very important. A lot of people are like, well, and really what we used to do is drive people to the actual website so we can drive traffic to the website and, you know, build that pixel and stuff like that. But consider going to the iTunes URL because there's so many different things that are benefits that you get from there, like they'll be most likely to leave a review and all those things. So that could be something that you test. Um, reshare the podcast multiple times, right? So three times to Twitter um, on day one, maybe two times to Facebook or Instagram in the first week, right? So obviously you want to create these variations of the podcast, talk about different things, even in your stories. Um, you can either talk about one specific thing where you dive deeper, lead them to the to the podcast. Maybe you share behind the scenes for the episode, what tease what's coming out. You can also tease the next episode 24 hours ahead of time. There's all kinds of things that you can do. I want you to get creative and just remember that you want to do 12. Think about 12, 12 ways. How can I get this out there? Okay. Number two, convert the audio into a YouTube video. Now repurposing the is the name of the game, right? So why not YouTube? Even if it's audio, you can mix up live video with uh, the live podcast interview. You can start videoing yourself while recording it and make it a video. Here's the thing. If you have audio and you're like, well, it's not video, that's okay. I can guarantee you, if you were to Google on YouTube or search on YouTube for your favorite podcast listener or episodes or whatever that you listen to, I bet you you can find some where they had converted audio on there, right? So it could be an audiogram with maybe your picture. Maybe you make it something um, with B-roll, maybe not, right? Because you want them to listen to. Because I don't know about you, when I'm in my office sometimes, I want to listen to music. I usually put YouTube on and I find Kelly Clarkson is somebody I like. Pitbull, somebody I like, right? So I just put the playlist of all of them on there and I'm listening to YouTube while I'm doing something else, okay? So that could be something. Why not your podcast episode, right? YouTube version is a, has a handful of benefits, right? Definitely starting with SEO and closed captioning, right? So that's something to consider. Number three is to leverage your guest's audience. So make it easier for your guests to share by creating video clips and quote images for them right? So think about it. We all have to come up with content. <laughs> content, I feel, is my nemesis. I don't know why I. it's just a thing for me. I need to get over that for sure. However, if I am on somebody else's episode or their podcast and they send me a Google Drive folder with all these creatives of different video clips and stuff like that, you can guarantee that I am going to be using that to post in my things. Why? Number one, it saves me a lot of time. It saves me time to even think about what I'm going to post. If you send me three to five posts, yes, they might not be all in one week. However, I'm going to scatter them about. And it's going to give that person's podcast more organic push, right? Because now I'm sharing it. I'm going to tag them, right? I'm going to give them like tag with the link that I was on their episode. Think about that, right? 
So what you'll do is you'll put everything in a Google Drive folder. You'll send them an email with all the links to not only the Google Drive folder, but to the episode, right? Just making it as easy as possible for them to share with their audience because those are free eyeballs looking at you, or I should say those are free ears or eardrums. What do we want to say? Listening to you. Okay. All right. So number four, publish your podcast on other platforms. So there are a dozen other apps other than iTunes and Spotify, right? And they collect and play podcasts. And there are like the hosts of websites that feature new podcasts with the assistance um, of discovery. So if you're new, like they have that new and noteworthy, right? So consider posting it everywhere, right? Sometimes it's free. Sometimes maybe you pay. I don't even think you pay for anything. It's just like kind of getting it all set up. So places like Overcast, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podcast Subreddit, right? Um, TuneIn, Bello Collective, there's so many different things. So definitely go check those out. And it might be a little bit more time. However, you can get them published on all the platforms. And even look at, you know, like if you use Budsprout or if you use Lipsyn, some of that might already be available. So why not get them on as many platforms as possible. Again, you want to get in front of as many people as possible. So don't exclude somebody who's listening over on another platform that you might have never even heard of, right? They might actually be your perfect customer, okay? Number five, throw a two-week ratings party. Everybody should love a party, okay? I know that I love a party. (laughs) So anytime someone's like, what, we're gonna do a party? I'm like, what do I need to do? What do I need to wear? Let's get it going, right? So the rate at which you collect downloads and positive reviews is one of the most significant factors in driving a podcast right up the charts. So why not host a party to help increase your downloads and reviews? So here are some party planning tips really making it an event people want to participate in, okay? So you could do a giveaway. Giveaways are always great, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, You can also do an IG Live and throw a real party on your launch day, right? And I say launch day, so even if you have a podcast, you can always relaunch your podcast. Like, that could be a thing, right? You want to just, like, talk about it, celebrate it, It doesn't have to be a hundred episodes. It doesn't have to be like a milestone. You could just throw a party just because you want to, okay? Publish two weeks of a podcast theme blog content. Uh, Switch out your email signatures. Get your teammates on board to also post and tweet about it, right? Maybe even um, if you have like BFFs who, what remember, whatever you're going to do something in in collaboration with somebody, you want to make sure that it's complimentary, right? Don't even ask somebody if they do the same thing that you do, right? Or it's in competition because they're just going to say no or and they're not going to want to tell you. <laughs> so you want to just make sure it's like, hey, if you have people in your mastermind, in your group coaching program, say, hey. I'm really looking to do this or why not? We all do it for each other. And we all have like these different podcast things, different podcast parties. And then you have them even promote it and tweet about it, right? 
Um, also, you can email 10 fan, uh, friends or raving fans per day, letting them know, hey, we're having this party. Hey, we're looking for this, that type of thing. So really get creative. And I'm sure you could come up with a ton of other ideas than I just gave you. And then number six, we're talking about giveaways. Running a giveaway contest is always a good marketing strategy that works, okay? Because everybody wants to win something. Everybody wants something for free, right? So let's say you're going to do a um, giveaway if they leave a review. Now, you always want to let them know what they have to do in order to be eligible to win. That goes for any giveaway that you do. You don't want any red tape. Did you see that thing on Netflix? I'm trying to remember what it was called. I say a thing. It was a documentary and it was about Pepsi, right? So back in the day, back in my day, in the 80s, they had this thing where I don't know if they really do it anymore, but it would have like bottle tops. So you would open the bottle tops and then inside the bottle tops, it would have like a number or a word or something like that. And they would always do these contests with it. So they had this one that if you had so many cans or bottle tops or whatever it was, you can win this like fighter jet. All right. Well, it was really meant as an advertising theme to <laughs> to be a joke because it's like, Really, where are you going to even park this thing? Where are you going to fly this thing, right? Some kid was like, I am going to win that sucker, right? So he literally went on a mission. He did all the math to figure out, okay, statistically, you know, how many would I have to buy and this and that. He got this guy that he knew, this older guy that, um, long story, that he had this relationship with that he's like, okay, um, I'm going to give you money to buy these cans or these bottles or whatever it was. Bottom line is he won and they did not give him the, the jet because it wasn't very clear. Like they had certain parameters, but there was no fine line. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's, it's something about Pepsi. And then it and it's funny because it's like back in the day they had Pepsi or Coke and you would do like this little taste test. So they were doing it with all the people, not telling them what, what it was. And they're like, I'm a Pepsi drinker. And they would do the taste test and they would pick the Coke. Anyway, super cute, really good um, thing to think about and watch. But anyway, back to my thing. You need to make sure that everything is very clear and it's something that people want, okay? Um, so like you'll have to have them obviously leave a review, possibly take a screenshot and then email that screenshot or DM it. Because remember, especially with reviews, they don't always show up right away. And or you might have your handle or whatever your name is not even close to what your actual name is. So if I if you said, oh, yeah, I left a review, I would say, oh, Mary, I don't see you on here. Well, Mary is is, you know purple sparkles or something like that is her handle name. So you wouldn't know. So like be very clear on what what it looks like, okay? And then I also know some people who just go off the honor system, okay? So then how to choose what to give away. So number one, if your budget allows, because remember, I know a lot of people come from this like money mindset where they're always like, I don't have, I don't have the money to do that. Oh, I can't afford to do that, right? So let's look at it both ways. If your budget allows, I would first always go with swag, okay? Because swag is cool. (laughs) Everybody loves it. Everybody loves the t-shirt. Everyone loves the stickers, even though we're grown adults, right? They still love themselves a good sticker. And 
that's brand awareness. So if they have put a sticker on their computer, they go to an event, they're like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, this is the company I use for blah, blah, blah. You're wearing your shirt. Oh, what is that? Right? A, a cap, a mug, whatever it is, it's showing brand awareness. That's why I say swag is always cool. And remember, usually swag, it's creating this movement. It's creating this community and people want to be a part of that. All right. Then maybe it's a product discount or even an iPad or something that you know your audience needs. So let's say you teach uh, about video, right? So maybe it's a tripod with a light, right? Something that you know is going to help their audience, something that you know your audience is going to need. If you do anything that is more (laughs) brand awareness, even better, okay? Because remember, even if you gave them that tripod or that iPad, They're going to be like, oh my God, it's so cool. Where'd you get it? Oh, I got it from Michelle and I won this contest, blah, 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 right? So again, you are going to get that out. Now, if your budget doesn't allow for, let's say, a tangible prize or for you to actually, I never want you to lose money, but let's say you don't have something like even a product that you want to give away, right? You can give them, let's say, a guest spot on your show where you're going to be coaching them. So you're really going to position it as a coaching session that's going to be recorded, right? And a lot of people do like to be in in the limelight, right? They want to be featured. They want to be acknowledged. That's something for them to be like, hey, I've made it here. They see something in me and I have something that I want to share, right? Maybe it's a bundle of products that you've already created Um, that you can either revamp, repackage, right? What does that look like? That's something that they can help, that can help them. Um, Or even some sort of a special training that you will do only for them. So that could be something that you do live. Maybe it's even something that you do pre-recorded, right? Um, Just to make it be like, you're only like, this is exclusive only to the people who give me a review, meaning not even the people who buy from me get this thing, okay? So that's what makes people feel really special. And those are just some ideas for the giveaways. I'm sure you can come up with something. But again, it doesn't have to cost you money. It doesn't even have to cost you a lot of money, okay? People, you would be surprised, are super excited even with like a $5 thing, a $2 thing. I'm telling you. Okay, last but not least, be a guest on other people's podcasts, right? This is an awesome uh, way to get exposure to other people's audiences. When you are seeking out who to approach, again, make sure that what you have to offer is complementary to what they offer, not in composition. There's nothing that I hate more. Well, maybe I could find a couple of things I hate more. But one of the things that's very irritating is when another marketing agency reaches out to me to be on my show when they do exactly what I do. I won't even respond because I'm like, number one, you didn't do any research um, to know (laughs) to know that this is a competition. And why would I give you my platform to promote you and take possibly take business away from me? And I honestly don't feel that that's coming from a lack mindset. I just feel like it's not a smart business uh, or visibility strategy or tactic on their part, which leads me to believe, well, are they really good at their marketing services and or the company that they hired to get them the exposure? You know, that just shows a lot. Anyway, so here's a tip that I've done. If you go to iTunes, okay, this is a good way for you to get on other people. So let's just say you've exhausted your list of people that you know, 
right? That have a podcast that you feel like, okay, yeah, they'll have me on there. If you go into iTunes, and I haven't done it on other platforms, but you might be able to do this too, okay? So if you go into iTunes, like, you know, the little, your purple on your phone, like if you have an iPhone, you should have like that purple thing where you listen to your podcast, okay? That's specifically what I'm talking about. And you search for someone that you know, right? And they, if they've been on another show, it will come out. I should say, if they've been on another show and they put their name in the title or somewhere in the description, it will come out all the shows that they've been on, right? I don't know if you knew this. I I thought this was so cool. So I'm like, oh my gosh, who do I know, right? So I started with people either that I knew or that were in my mastermind that I had a relationship, right? It's not like somebody you don't know and you want to say to know, because here's what you can do is be like, hey, I saw that you had so-and-so on the show. She's in my mastermind. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. You know, we we do these kinds of things. So it creates this instant connection between you and this podcast person. And it gives you credibility because you're friends with that person, right? So now you are no longer cold and you're actually a warm connection, okay? So that's something cool. Just as something for you to do, it's kind of a cold pitch, but not really. So I know sometimes it's a little awkward to be promoting yourself, even if you have somebody on your team to do it. So this could be a a kind of a cool way to maybe get things done a little faster, right? So those are some pretty cool strategies to try out and get some exposure, downloads, and reviews. And when you're ready to put a little money behind it, I would highly recommend you put a little money behind it and run a Facebook or an Instagram ad to your show. And normally when I do these types of things, I definitely do a traffic campaign because you're going to drive the click and it's going to drive them off the Facebook or Instagram platform. Okay. So now you're going to get exposure to audiences beyond your organic reach, right? So you'll be able to get this exposure all over, driving more traffic, more downloads, more reviews, if you ask for it on the show, to your podcast, all right? Well, cheers to using your podcast as a marketing machine. I appreciate you so much for being here with me today. And if you like this episode and found it helpful, please go and give me a reviews over on iTunes. It's so much appreciated. All right, until next time, let's grow your business together. Hey, wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now. And I will see you live inside the training.